there and welcome to the 80th edition part two of the uh michael versus jason horrorcast featuring billy where we love to bicker argue and debate all things horror especially one movie chosen at the end of each episode by the devil's wheel so make sure you stay tuned for that as always i am your host mike and first i will introduce jason what is going on jace uh hey guys how you doing uh i'm recording today so this is a beautiful thing I say we did double check to everybody out there because you will be listening to this one. We are recording, um, which I mean, two of us were last week. So let me introduce the other person that was recording last week. Uh-huh. Bill, what is going on? Hello, everyone. How's it going out there? I don't think they can answer you, but I will. It is going good. Um, yeah. So uh, last week, we do apologize. We did actually record the full episode all three of us uh it was probably the greatest thing ever um and unfortunately one person was not recording and it was not at least two two of us were the greatest there there ever was so yes you know what sucks is it was my victory too go figure i finally win and it's like one of those like you know what we see in horror movies like lost episodes like the lost tapes so my episode of Sleepaway Camp is now a lost tape. Wah, I apologize. Wah. It is. It is. Uh, it's a lost tape. I mean, there are two recordings out there. It just didn't make sense of uh, <laughs> redoing it. <laughs> of uh, yeah, re- redoing an hour and you know twenty minutes is uh, just not in the not in the cards. But uh, yes, it was a. Uh, it was you know we did Sleepaway Camp so. Uh, we do apologize. Maybe somewhere out there at some point in time, um, we'll do something different, I guess, for a sleepaway camp. Yeah, Slept well, away. maybe we'll do a, uh, maybe like the series episode or something. We can like watch them all or. Why, why don't you put it sleepaway camp two on the wheel? That way we get the, you know, revisit. So, and then maybe I will just do that. Maybe yeah, I will then, just do that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll. We'll see. But uh, since we did go through the full episode last week, um, uh, Bill had to watch White Noise as a headshot, all of that good stuff. But it's in the past. We still spun the wheel. Um, So this week was a Bill victory, and it landed on Land of the Dead. Um, Land of the Dead. Unrated. So unrated. That was from 2005 as Bill continues his uh, George... Ramiro series uh, kind of gauntlet, I guess, if you will. Um, and uh, so that's what we'll be reviewing this week. And we'll also be diving into, uh, uh, well, we won't be. But Jason was the ultimate loser. Bill, what movie did you give him? Uh, tsunamis. Tsunamis. And I just want to throw it out there that I was the ultimate loser before pissing everybody off being the ultimate loser last week. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the karma just hit me ahead of time. Uh, Bill, Bill just had a sixth sense about it, and yep. um, uh, yeah, yes, he gave you yes. su- tsunami. So we'll, we're all eagerly anticipating. Uh, I bet listening. you are. 
listening to that. And there's I'm, other I'm stuff. Eager, I'm eager to talk about it. So it's good. He's just Neger Bieber. <laughs> I, I, uh, no comments. I know. Um, so we got lots of other good stuff coming your way. But before we get into any of that, Bill, I guess I'll start with you, as we always like to do. Uh, anything else you watch over the last week or related? Um, this was I, this week I went into retro mode uh, and caught a bunch of movies that we've already watched and stuff like that. But they were on. So I was like, OK, I'm going to watch them. But I caught Maximum Overdrive. Love it. Great Stephen King movie. Hell yes. Um, Little Emilio and, Estevez. Yeah, the six and a half out of ten on that one. I we, caught, we probably do got to review that at some point in time. Yeah, it, it's going to go on the wheel at some point because I've already it's oh, yeah. on my list. So I like Max. So, Lord, but right? it's I mean it's a great movie and I, I that's one uh, that's one of those ones like Jason was like I saw this one a thousand times. This is one of those ones for me. Well, um, hey, can I throw something real quick on that? Let's talk about that soundtrack of that movie. Some ACDC throughout the entire movie. So oh, great yeah. soundtrack great as well. Soundtrack. Great, great soundtrack with that one. So, yes, uh, another another one I caught was Alien because uh, I I truly love that movie, and you know the rating I gave it, you know on on our podcast. So, <laughs> then I also caught its sequel, Aliens, um, even better than the first one, you know. But Which at some point I will. You have to watch Alien. You, you have, watch I mean, that, Aliens. Aliens. Is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Alien is you know a true classic. You know it goes down as what it is but aliens is 10 times better than the first one yes I mean, you go from four minutes of alien to like two hours of aliens so yeah. it's so but I, that's uh, that one that's for me that's a nine out of ten i mean that's it's it's a good good movie and then uh great movie this is a this is a movie that uh uh my last movie was one that you suggested mike and i've watched i watched it again because it was on uh guns akimbo um and give that a seven out of ten. I I, that, I truly like that movie. Not so. not a horror movie, but it's yeah. a great movie for anybody that hasn't seen yeah. it. Yeah, Guns Akimbo. It's uh, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Yes, I want to say. Daniel Radcliffe. Um, so, and the reason I ended up watching that one is I watch. I can't think of the name of the uh, the other movie. Mandy and I were sitting down watching a movie where he plays a political activist uh, during apartheid that escapes prison. Oh yeah, escape from. Uh, Something I can't, yeah. yeah, but it just happened that was on, and I was like, Yeah, it just I just hit like the movie finishes, and a bunch of you know how the list of movies pull down Guns of Kimball is on, and it was like, Okay, boom, watched it. So, yeah, it's a fun, action packed movie, yeah. Uh, and then I did catch the first three episodes of The Boys, um, not With that you, that's no. horror, but um, but me the, too. Um, it, I mean, it, it's blood and guts, so oh, yeah. it's uh, it's, it, it's definitely got that horse hor- centric. Um, but yes. if if there was kills of the week, uh, the opening scene of the first <laughs> episode of season three uh, definitely gets a kill of the week. It's definitely penile. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, oh boy. Uh, you you sent that in our group text, and uh, I put it on. A couple hours later, and I saw exactly where it was going, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Uh, but <laughs> leave it. I mean, if that show is one thing, it is creative. Oh uh, yeah, with what they do. Um, God love termite from uh, sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ugh. Anyway, that's what I got in. Uh, and I got a couple regular movies in there too, besides Guns Akimbo. But you know, we will we'll save that for another date. So. Yeah, I guess I guess it comes to me because Jay, uh, you are the loser. Um, 
So one more time. Le one more who. time. Le who. Le who. Um, I watched a ton of shit this week. I'll only talk about uh, three of them. Um, one was an older film, and it's on Stars on Demand, and I had never seen it. It's uh, it's an early 2000s slasher film. It's called Venom. Um, so I remember hearing about it. Yeah, like premise is uh accident happens with like a voodoo witch and her snakes get out and bite this guy and he turns into like this kind of like snake man slasher uh and it's like this takes place in new orleans so it's got like that whole vibe to it um it feels like a very early 2000s uh slasher but it's not that great at all i'd give it maybe a four um uh, I mean, it's got some kill scenes, you know, that are like, oh, that's cool. But it just it's generic. It's cookie cutter um, and nothing's really uh, fun about it. Um, so that was Venom. And then um, I watched two newer movies that are 2022 films. Well, one's a 2021 film, but it came out in 2022. But uh, and that one was called The Innocence. Um, uh, C-E-N-T-S. Uh, Innocence. Uh, make sure I'm pronouncing it right. But this one was uh, it's like a. It's from Finland, and what happens is there's a bunch of kids, and these kids are probably, I don't know, eight to ten years old, and they all live in like this big apartment complex, and they start realizing they have some different superpowers, and they start to turn, well, not all of them, but some of them start to turn pretty dark with what they do with their superpowers. Uh I was pleasantly surprised with this one. I mean, this goes dark, um, very dark at times uh, that you're like, oh, um, it is kind of a slow burn uh, throughout, you know, and it's definitely obviously it's subtitled unless you can speak Swedish. Uh, but it, it was I it's a probably like a six, six. And, I'll, I'll say, actually say six and a half out of ten for me. Um, it's not all the way up there, but I was very pleasantly surprised with it. Um, and that one came out last year, but really it, it was the, the, uh, like the festival circuits last year. It actually came out, uh, this year. Um, so I definitely recommend that to people out there. And then, uh, that brings me to the last one I'll talk about. So this is a new, uh, Katie Siegel movie. So she was the, uh, mom from married with children, but she obviously sons of anarchy as well. So she has a new horror movie out. It's called torn hearts. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this at all. Um, uh, it's directed by Brie Grant, who's in a bunch of different horror movies as well. But what the premise of this is, we have some country music singers that are trying to strike it big. And Katie Siegel and her sister were like in an old country music band that has some kind of ominous past. So these new country singers end up at Katie Siegel's house uh, because they're big fans. And from there, as Bill would always say, chaos does uh, ensue. Uh, I still like there's a lot of like publicity around this movie. I like the people that are in this movie, um, but it's like a four out of 10 for me it just didn't hit the mark um uh i wish it was better it has the premise to be better and at times you're like oh shit you know but uh it's very few and far between on the oh shit meter if you if you will but um yeah like so uh those are my three like i said i I watched a bunch of other ones but uh, i don't want to go through them today so uh those are the three so 
Jay, I'll kind of hand it over to you. Uh, what else did you watch this week? I got a few in. Um, I just want to throw something out there real quick, not horror related, uh, but I did take a ride uh, into the danger zone yesterday and finally saw Top Gun Maverick. I just want to throw that out there, that movie of the fucking decade. Just going to throw that out there. Probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, I wasn't a huge original Top Gun. Oh, I fan. love I the original I th- Top Gun, and this was better it, than the original, the original Top the Gun. The original Top Gun's a good movie, but it's for me, it wasn't like this fucking epic yeah. masterpiece. Well we, well, we watched Top Gun the other night just to catch up back up on it since it's been years since I've seen it, but Maverick was better than the original Top Gun. I mean, I loved it. Um, but definitely got to watch the original one to watch or to pick up back on this one just because uh, there's some uh, tidbits that overlays. I, Yes, that you didn't realize. But anyway, uh, back to the horror features. Uh, so um, got a couple in. Watched a couple that you talked about last week, Mike. Uh, uh, Slaughterhouse was on uh, Shutter, so I haven't seen it in years. Put that on. Uh, I've seen the movie a few times in the past, whatever. So it nothing too major. I kind of agreed with you with everything you had to say about it last week. I just wanted to watch it again. Um so it's I think it's like a like an hour and a half slow burn, basically. Um, you know, the deaths in it, you know, are kind of like I don't know, they're not the yeah. yeah, yeah, cookie cutter kind of things, whatever. I mean, like uh so I mean a four for me on that. And 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 we talked about it last week because it was on Joe Bob the week before, but nobody heard last week, but there's no boobage and it's a nineteen eighties slasher. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like it's missing one of the well you the and you get points. teased at the beginning because there's a couple scenes that you're like, all right, here it comes, here it comes, and then it just like totally fades away. But uh then I also watched Monstrous, uh the Christina Ricci movie. Yeah. And um I'll be honest, I loved the twist at the end. I hated everything up until the twist at the end because everything up to the twist at the end was kind of like a um, put me to fucking sleep. Uh, well, this could did, be a headshot for me. Well, Mike did definitely said that he's not recommending this movie. So, yeah. <laughs> right. I know. But Mike and I which, have different which, tastes, which which Bill said, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I'm going to heed that advice. You no, I, I look into this. Week. Yeah, but yeah. I, but Mike, you and I have different. Taste on a lot of different things. So generally, when you say not to watch something, that's usually my sign of cute. Hey, you better watch it. You might like it. But I agree with you on this one. It was it was it was trash. He brought this one up and it's like the police do not cross uh, tape across the front of the door. I ain't entering. I'm not even bothered. It's it's more if you if you're in the dramas. That's what it feels like. It feels like a yeah. lifetime. It feels like a lifetime movie drama. A lifetime horror flick. <laughs> yeah, like well, it, it's not even. It doesn't even feel like a horror flick. Most of the movie, it's just like a like yeah. a lifetime drama thriller, if you will. Yeah. So I, I gave it a two. Yeah. So it was it was very boring to me. Uh, and then on uh, Shutter, they added this week. I haven't seen these movies in years, but they are added the 1980 Alligator and 1991's Alligator to the Mutation and. Um, I remember growing up loving Alligator and stuff, and I haven't seen it probably in, I'll be honest, I probably I haven't almost, seen it in 25 years. I almost years. watched it I almost it watched yesterday. it myself. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed watching it again. I forgot, you know, how cheesy it was, but, like, you just remember all the iconic scenes from back in the day when you watched it. I mean, it's a, it's a good five and a half for me. Uh, Alligator 2, right about the same, five and a half. Um, you know, it's just kind of... You know, it's kind of see, cool seeing Robert Forrester and his young self, you know, in the original Alligator and then Joe Bologna in uh, Alligator 2. So I thought that was kind of cool. So um, 
but uh yeah so let's let's talk a little uh tsunamis Tsunahumber. Nahumber. so uh yeah this was my headshot from uh last or last week that bill gave me and um i have this in quotes you ready for this bill fuck you <laughs> so we remember three weeks back i said vampire strippers yeah, was the worst fucking movie i'd ever seen in my entire life well guess what it still is but the tsunamis is a very 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 second close worst ever movie ever dude i'm telling you right now like second close yeah like lebron it? james's billion dollars would have to come to me to watch this movie again i could tell you that right now uh, so basically the premise of this movie, it starts off for like, like this, like scientist people are in, I don't know where the fuck they are. Cause they never explain it. And they like come across these like big hive thingies and they're like, just, Oh my God, we should probably go. Those don't look safe. And then all of a sudden you see these like, sh- they're shadow bees the whole time. Like there's these little shadow things just all over the TV screen, like swarming them and killing them. And then like fast forward and now you're, in this like town somewhere and all these people are trying to like run and hide from these like things. And then like the ending was kind of cool because at the very beginning, they, they, you kind of caught this one guy saying uh, that, you know, these are like these kind of like, strange, like bees or whatever, where the queen, you have to kill the queen, but the queen could take a human form. And that's very end of the movie. It's like this one chick that was with them the entire time was the queen bee. And like, she just like kills everyone, but like, that's but cool. off screen, but it, it was it was Jason. an hour in like fifteen minutes maybe, and it felt like it was like two weeks. It was bottom, awful. Bottom line, Jason, did I do my job? <laughs> oh my god, dude, you just you you slayed the beast, man! Like you, like it's it's hard for me to watch a movie where I don't at least have a little appreciation for something with it. Vampire strippers and tsunamis. I'm telling you right now, whoever directed these movies, you need to be taken out back and shot <laughs> because you, you do not need to be making any more movies. It was it's, terrible. It's, it's, it's really who, who read the script and said, fucking yes, let's do this. And then they, they gave a budget for it. Those are but the people, you know what I don't understand. It's called tsunamis. So the entire time I'm thinking there's going to be like some like tsunami or something that's going to bring be- It had nothing to do with tsunamis or anything like that. Oh, I forgot to mention too. When the bee stung you, you came back as a zombie. So it, it made no sense, but they didn't really do much with the zombie thing. Like they just killed a couple of them and then you didn't so it really, really should just been called zombie. It should have been zombies. Yeah, yeah, and then that, that would have made more sense. Yeah, no. I, I just didn't understand the the title. Like, it, and it's one of those with that like acting that you kind of like. It looks like someone's just recording with their phone. Yeah. So it's like one of those. It was, yeah. I uh, if my rating is a dot five, um, just because I have to give it something. Um, absolutely terrible. So you're it saying it's not a cackles. This warms the cackles of my heart. <laughs> I wouldn't even recommend this to my worst enemies. Do you have like enemies? Are people coming after you? Are you the Tindler Swindler? Have you seen that? Him and I mean, enemies? there's there's some people upset right now that they didn't get to hear Sleepaway Camp last week. So I'm sure I got some enemies right now. <laughs> well, yeah, that 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 is your fault. So um, <laughs> uh, I 
Well, yes. all right. Yes, Bill, you won. You won. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> um, uh, I still don't feel it's Sharks of the Corn or uh, I'll watch these. Oh, you know, we can give it to you to watch if you want, Mike. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I appreciate it, though. I will tell you this. Tsunamis is going to come back. What, in Tsunami 2? No, uh, for you guys to watch. I for a headshot. It will be back. Uh. One other thing, as we kind of go before we hit into Land of the Dead, one other thing I want to mention this week. I'm not sure if you guys have anything, but um, I'm not sure if you guys saw what was announced this week. I there, did a lot of, and I, and, and I know, and I know you're not was. happy about it, Mike. Well, you don't like I've, spiders. I'm not, but I love, I love this movie because it creeps me out so much. But they are re doing arachnophobia oh, yeah. but not only are they redoing it did you see who's redoing it yep. um it is uh uh chris landon who did freaky mm-hmm. and uh happy death day yeah. so like that's the team that is redoing arachnophobia and uh i'm i cannot wait for this movie it's gonna be hard is amazing it's gonna it's be gonna hard, be hard to replace john goodman yeah. Well, I, he, well, he might be, be in it. Ca- he'll be a cameo. Yeah, maybe. he'll definitely be a cameo in there. Oh, yeah. but, uh, Jeff I Daniels. I don't think Jeff Daniels has done anything in like years. I don't remember seeing him in anything or hearing about his name in forever. Yeah, well, I think the last thing I heard him in was uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber Two. Well, no, he was. Uh, so he there was a show, actually a really good show on HBO. It was called The Newsroom, and he was on that for. Uh, that that went on for about three years, but it ended a couple of years ago. So, um, hmm. but, uh, but anyways, arachnophobia is coming and I'm very excited. I'm sure it'll be like a next year thing. Uh, it's definitely not this year. I just hope, yeah. hopefully it's not 2024. Yeah, but, I'm going to say it probably is going to be 2024, but I'm very and, excited for it. And I tell you right now that, uh, you better hope it's not like a 4D theater or something that they want to play them in. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go to that shit. Um, but that is one I probably will see in the theater. Like as much as I'm, I hate spiders. Like arachnophobia. Like I, I don't know. It's like that scare factor, right? Like you're doing this at times, you know, looking through the hand. But uh, uh, I don't I, think I, I would like look through my hands to watch a movie. Ah, uh, spiders scare the shit out of me. So mm-hmm. eyeballs. Um, I only say that, well, they creep me out. But it's I don't really I don't cover my my face with my hands during eyeball scenes just because they come out of nowhere. See, arachnophobia, you kind of know what's coming and things like that. Eyeball scenes you never know and you I just kind of get fucked every time. So oh, maybe, so. maybe in this arachnophobia we'll get a spider eating somebody's eye. Ooh. More than there likely. We there we go. More than likely. You never know. Or at least bite, at least biting somebody in the eye. Yeah. Yes. Um terrible. But uh, anything else you guys want to mention before we uh, get into the main feature? No, I'm good. Let's do it. And now, on with the show. As mentioned before, this was ABV, another Bill victory, um, which I think brings his total. What are you at? Twenty eight now? I'm at twenty eight. You're at twenty seven, and Jay's at twenty four. 
All right. So uh, I was about to say he's at 23, but that's right. Uh, the mysterious lost episode. Realistically, you can't prove that you uh, that you did win. Yeah, so we can't. Yeah, we did because the episode before, 23. the that's episode true. before that's that, true. the the clock. Yeah, the, I, I didn't. I didn't. Devil's think about wheel. That. Duh. <laughs> I'll just. Uh, I'll. I'll exit that out too, and then it'll just be like a technical difficulties. Sign. No, um, you got to keep that in there. No, it's all good. So. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Bill has taken the lead and he chose. Uh, so if you remember from, I don't know how many podcasts back, Bill did, what was the? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of, dawn the, of dead. the Dead. So this time, Bill said, all right, it's no longer the dawn. We're going to the land. Um, and this was from 2005. Five. So before we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, ugly. Uh, Jason has the clock ready, Bill. The next words out of your mouth will be a lovely synopsis for the viewers or listeners. All right. So Cholo and Riley are uh, leading this group of uh, people out to get supplies to bring back to their main camp, which uh, hosts this big tower. I forget the name of it. Uh, and Cholo grabs some stuff where he's taking it to Coffin so he could live in the big tower with everybody else to be a big man. And in the meantime, while they're doing that, they run into a bunch of Walking Dead. Uh, one of them is called Big Daddy, uh, who has a brain. is actually a thinking Walking Dead. So he takes a group of them. They're leading them back to this big tower. Uh, they attack Stop. the power. Uh, I this one. This one's kind of hard to you know synopsis. Yes. Uh, but in in general, that's what I got. I did like uh, that you kept saying Big Daddy. Um, Big right, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the name. That was that his, his name. That, that was is his name. name. It is so, his name. But, it is his name. But yeah. But so. but Bill, it's your movie. So lead us off with uh, what you think uh, it did well. Um, actually, this this one here, um, George A. Romero, uh, his use of practical effects and the use of CGI that is plausible but choppy at times is well done. I mean, and there there's buckets of blood used in this one, man. Um, yeah, the 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 great use of practical effects is you know one of my one of my favorites. Yeah, there were uh uh. A couple standout scenes to me like i like the guy where it looks like he's missing a head but realistically it's like hanging on by like a tendon or something and he flips it forward <laughs> yep. to mm-hmm. bite i thought that was really interesting um uh but you know like the the one scene that got me the most in this entire movie was uh it was like on the side of the truck uh, I think it was one of the zombies was going to scrape or somebody was like scraping the side of the trucks and the fingernails just were like ripping up rips right off. Um, yeah. Yep. That those scenes are always like, Ooh, um, yeah. they, they, they get you. Um, yeah. But uh, I thought that looked um, like some of that stuff looked good. Yeah. And, and something to add to, to that. The thing that I love about this Romero film, this is the first time that he used digital effects. So, um, cause I was reading that and that's what they, we're talking about like because uh, um, this is an actual M- Romero mate. So like, let's go back. Dawn of the Dead, um, the remake that wasn't Romero who directed that. So obviously that had its digital effects. But the Romero Four, which was you know uh, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, and then eventually there was Diary of the Dead. So we'll say five. Uh, but at this point, the Romero Four. This was the first film to use the digital effects um, in one of his films. And I, th- I thought that brought like a 
whole new era to to what he was putting out there. But at the same time, it kind of took a lot of away of what he, you know, showed in a lot of his movies. So, but yeah. I like the digital. Like for me, that was I like how they did the digital over the CGI, though. So um, there was still some CGI, though. But uh, yeah, it, but it was. I mean, it was well done. I mean, it's part of point at some point it was a little choppy when they did it, but um, for the most part, the CGI was done pretty well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the thing that I love the most about this. Um, and Mike, I know you didn't pick up on this, but Bill, I'm sure you've picked up on this. Um, I hey, love the cross. Credit. Maybe maybe I picked up on it. I doubt it because um, you haven't really seen the originals. So um, there's a lot of crossover with this. So um, I don't know if you realize, but the band playing um at that opening scene the dead band that are like the under the gazebo uh they are playing the the gonic which was what the music was in the mall in the original dawn of the dead played in the mall the music I overhead mean, I mean, everybody knows that that everybody i didn't pick that. up on but shut up <laughs> um also did you guys see tom savini so <laughs> tom savini was in his biker outfit which was um he was one of the zombie or one of the people in the original Dawn of the Dead that was killed. And he was, uh, but unfortunately, because it was a different studio uh, in the credits, it had had him as machete zombie where uh, I can't remember what his name was um, in the original Dawn of the Dead. But uh, that was his zombie from when he was killed in the original Dawn of the Dead that you saw walking around in Land of the Dead, which I thought was really cool. Um, they had um, a lot of those different things throughout the movie that were like planted um, to kind of um, bring all of them together. together. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. I thought that I thought that was well done. And and, and if you did, remember, like Dawn of the Dead too, they had a lot of that stuff. So oh, yeah, because yeah. they're refer- they are referred to as Easter eggs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Correct. So yep. But I, I'll say another another thing that was that popped in my head with, with, you know, thinking about this movie, one hell of a cast. If you, you, you look at it, you yeah. got, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, uh, Asia Argento, Simon Baker, Dennis Hopper, Tom Savini. I mean, just, I mean, just to mention Boyd a few, Banks, I mean, Eugene yeah. Clark. I mean, yeah, big names, Robert Joy. So, I yeah. mean, it, it was, it was loaded, but that's usually a Ramiro movie. Um, yeah. you know, even back in the early, movies you know back in this uh 70s and early 80s the those actors that they had in those movies back in the day like i mean i think keith david was in day of the dead if i'm not mistaken he was either in day or dawn but like you know there's like a lot of big names in those as well but that's kind of that was kind of the 2000s the early 2000s like thing though was yeah bringing together you know, uh, a band of misfits, basically, oh, yeah. you know, like a contraband, you know, as we would call, you know, our, our, our bands, you know, that bring all these different players from different whatevers. But um, I agree with you. I think uh, the casting in this was phenomenal. And it was nice seeing John Leguizamo, too, in a zombie movie. So yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that they called him The Walking Dead. And I, I, I meant to look it up. What came first, the actual Walking Dead show or this movie? Did they like the comic? I, the comic. It was the comic. Okay, so yeah. that's what they were referencing too. Because yep. I usually you don't hear the Walking Dead outside of 
yeah the walking yeah. dead um so i thought that was interesting yeah um you know and and the other thing too is um one thing i could kind of talk about from going from night of the living dead to day to dawn to now land of the dead is the evolution of the zombies um you know you start uh actually no, i want to read this i actually um took a picture of this and wanted to read this to you guys, but I thought this was absolutely amazing. So, uh, so the film continues the evolution of the zombies. So night of living dead zombies are portrayed as mindless instinct driven creatures capable of only the simplest of actions, like opening a door. Then you move into dawn of the dead. They are already using primitive tools and are said to have rudimentary memories of their previous lives. Day of the dead. They show explicit capacity for learning, uh, actively avoiding dangerous places, conditioning, reward-driven behavior, and more complex actions like speaking, aiming, and firing a gun. In Land of the Dead, they show basic emotions like sorrow and resentment, display much more complex problem-solving behavior, crossing a river to attack the city's weak points, and even get organized in armed groups. Uh, so this is, you know, and I thought that was like really cool when I, when I saw that, cause I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I, I want to go over that just because I think that's where Romero is so far ahead of a lot of these other, uh, movie directors and writers that, you know, for the, for the horror genre that, you know, his movies, the evolution is just, it's mind boggling. It's, it's in order. It's timely. And it's and it's and it's it's awesome. So I, I yeah. give kudos to that. Yeah, since you since you're touching on this subject, um, I'm going to bring up my Einstein. Um, it's Romero's uh, bringing that the aspect of you 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 have a thinking zombie now. Um, um, and it just it's just that progression, like you just said, of you know the dichotomy of zombies in his yeah. movies, you know, you just, it, I would say, I'll, we'll leave it to his movies and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of crossed over into others, but you know, it's a, the, the aspect that you got the thinking man zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and big daddy through this, like, you know, I think it was kind of cool with him. Cause like you noticed that he was like the, the zombie that put all the zombies together, but he never, attacked anyone throughout this entire movie he never except for the very end when he went after uh kaufman dennis hopper's character which you assume he got him yeah throughout the whole movie didn't attack one person didn't eat anybody he was just the guy that was like the zombie that was showing the other zombies how to think and how he to, was the pied piper yes he uh, was the pied piper of the zombies yes so you assume that uh never mind you didn't watch the end of the movie if you're assuming that never mind Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, he got him, but I'm just saying. You're, I'm assuming that I was m- referencing. I'm assuming that was the only person that he got. Yeah, they, right. there might have been some stuff off scene. Is what I was trying to reference to. I know oh, he got right. Kaufman. I'm just saying throughout the movie, though, he didn't right. attack anyone. He had everybody else attacking. I um, I would like to point out. I think <laughs> what this uh uh. What this movie does get right is uh, showing how we would probably react in a zombie apocalypse at a certain point in time. And what I mean by that is so 
um, uh, people robbing liquor stores, uh, uh, the zombie cockfighting that they have going on that would definitely be happening. Yeah, oh people, yeah, definitely. People being dumb enough to take pictures where they have like uh, the zombies like on like chains or whatever and people going up and like taking pictures with it against the Like that is- I'm going to take un- a selfie here. Yep, that is unfortunately the, the America, if you will, that we America. live in that uh, once- Everything got kind of like figured out. Uh, that's exactly what our human race over here in America would do is, uh, you know, have a selfie wall and have zombie cockfighting and have, you know, make sure that we rob all the liquor. So like, uh, I, I, I don't got that really right. necessarily think it was zombie cockfighting. I think it was more like just zombie fighting. I don't think well, we have to throw zombie cockfighting in there. They weren't well, chickens. Yes, but that's and they weren't like the and they weren't fighting, fighting with their, uh, you know. They're Johnsons. They're danglers. <laughs> They're dead danglers. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I agree with you, Mike. One hundred percent. Yeah. What else uh, do you guys got? Um, uh, I'll, I'll hit my Einstein here real quick. Uh, so my Einstein was actually what originally what one of the original names for this movie was going to be, uh, but it's based on the um, the train. Uh, car thing that they used throughout there. It was called Dead Reckoning. And oh, yeah. I thought that that armored vehicle was freaking badass. So my Einstein for this movie was Dead Reckoning. I thought that was a pretty cool vehicle. Which, ironically, I'm kind of glad that they kind of went with the name that they did. And it's funny, too, because there's a new Mission Impossible movie coming out, and it's a part one. of, a, And there's going to be a two-part Mission Impossible movie. Part one was called, called Dead Reckoning. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, they also had the video game called Dead Reckoning, too. Yes, exactly. So I'm kind of glad they... I mean, it's a Romero movie. You have to have yeah. something of the dead. You can't just oh, say yeah. Dead Reckoning, so... Um, oh, I, get there, I mean, I, I would like to point out there are quite a few good little jump scares throughout this movie that, you know... Like, I'll take, for example, in uh, John Leguizamo... Or, I'm sorry, Cholo's character is uh, in the liquor store grabbing the champagne and behind the champagne, uh, the zombie, boom, there you go. You know, kind of pops out of nowhere yeah, and stuff like that. Um, but the other, the other thing I, w- I will say is, uh, Romero also, he definitely holds to all of the zombie tropes throughout this whole movie. So, no, I was going to tell you, uh, and I'm surprised you didn't pick this up. That part you just talked about with Cholo in the store with that zombie popping up. You know who that zombie was, right? Um, at that one, I, I it was a jump scare. And when, you know, I, cause that, that one actually popped me up for a minute because I wasn't expecting it. But uh, I, I took my head down. I didn't see the actual face of the zombie to kind of like put two and two together because I was writing down some notes. Mm-hmm. But who was it? It was you Bub. Tell. It was Bub, the, <laughs> the zombie from Day of the Dead. Yeah, okay. It was Bub because he even had the tag on that said his name on it too. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those crossover things. Like so yeah, yeah, it was that was Bub the zombie that yeah. popped up and on the jump scare for Cholo. I I will I will tell you uh just real quick cuz it's the last thing that I have is just my Einstein real quick. Uh my award kind of goes to the fireworks. I thought that was an ingenious mm-hmm. idea um to shoot up fireworks in the sky where all the zombies would like just look up. And it would allow you to kind of roam around a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more freely, uh, I would say. So I thought that was a pretty smart idea. 
at at the beginning, but uh, as the evolution went throughout the movie, I don't think that's no. It well, didn't work at it didn't work at the end, but at the beginning, yeah. was the first note I took down was fireworks. What a genius idea! Um, yeah. So, and the reason it didn't work at the end is uh, partly into uh, due to uh, Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. He he kind of like you know like Big Daddy. <laughs> um, who's your daddy? I'm surprised the poster for this didn't for this movie didn't have him pissing on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little Adam Sandler reference. Right <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I forget. Oh, it, it has Big Daddy every time. Like towards the the middle and end of the movie, every time they have fireworks going off, he'd walk by a zombie and kind of like you know get their attention and say, "Don't worry about them. Focus on what we're doing." You know, he didn't say it, but, you know, kind of like indicated, you know, thus, you know, that dichotomy of uh, the thinking man zombie. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. I agree. So what else do you guys have? Good. Or are we yeah. ready to transition? I got a couple, I got a couple so more. Uh, All right. How about how about Dennis Hopper definitely plays that asshole part in a movie in, that in towards the end the of Hopper. his career? The Hopper. He I mean, he he played that character well in almost every movie he's ever been in that, oh, yeah. you know, you know, towards, especially towards the end of the career. That was a, that was a character. I mean, Dennis Hopper playing. is a great villain. Just yeah. in gen- he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. In general, well, yeah, he plays a great, he actor. wasn't a villain in Texas Chainsaw too, but I loved his part in that as well. But I will tell you this right now, uh, something I read about Dennis Hopper in this, that just absolutely blew my mind, which doesn't surprise me. They spent, he had a bigger cigar budget, in this movie, then what Mormiro budgeted for the original Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. So I, I read that. I was like, yeah, that, is, that doesn't surprise me one bit, man. Every movie he's in, he's smoking his cigars. So I, I mean, he was a huge cigar smoker. But yeah, I love Dennis. I, I love Dennis Hopper. He's he's yeah. one of my favorite actors. So he's yeah, it was good to see him in this. Yeah, but, it, but he's always was- an asshole. I, I, but I, I mean, just the, the, the last couple scenes in the movie where he was saying, you know, hey, I did this, not, not something I usually do, but I did it anyway, you know, mm-hmm. I, but I love Hopper. And in my, then my last, uh, my last big, <laughs> my last big, uh, shout out goes to, uh, you know, Romero having the outpost in Cleveland, some hometown love, bro. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Other than that, man, that's all I got on the good, bro. Well, you do know that all of Ramirez's movies are in Pennsylvania. They're like usually between Pittsburgh and the Ohio border. And they wanted to film this movie in Pittsburgh. But uh, at the time, uh, there was no tax in Toronto. So they actually filmed it in Toronto and made the scenery look like Pittsburgh. Thus thus the idea of the three rivers surrounding the the. uh, whatever the community was called, but I was like Green uh-huh. River or something like that. I forget. It was uh, like Forest Green. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I have something. Yep. Yeah, I, um, I'm out of good. Yeah, all right. I'm all tapped out on the good. So let's transition in the bad. I'm gonna kick us off this weekend bad. Um, I, I so this movie, and maybe it's just because uh, I think it's just you. It's probably just me, but I felt like I came in on chapter seven of a 20 chapter book. Like uh, it felt like uh, like you, you're like immediately in the middle of something and I'm trying to figure everything out. And it was kind of just like it was just muddy to me. But um, you are. Uh, There's three parts before this. 
yeah, yeah, yeah but they're, they're you, and you watch you watch one but of the previous but they're, parts. But they're, own, but they're their own separate things. I'm saying in mm. this movie, you come in in the middle of like these characters' timeline. These characters aren't from any other movie. But they uh, had John, the whole thing at the beginning, Ch- like the Cholo's time lapse. Not in another movie. Um, but they had the time lapse at the beginning, showing the evolution and everything through no, the they, the they beginning. Kinda, not really. Show. Like this was uh, like you're immediately in the middle of something. But you they, you they, you have to watch Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, the originals. I've seen them. I have seen them. I haven't seen them in twenty plus years. Um, Your memory's foggy then. Yes. Uh, okay, so Cholo was in which which one was Cholo in? Every single one has different characters. Okay, that's what I'm saying. These characters, you come in the middle of their stories. I don't give a fuck about the evolution of the zombie. I'm talking about where we come so in hostile. to these characters' stories. It's in the middle of something. It's not like you're developing these characters. They're already like developed, and it's like, here you go. But that's 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 a zombie movie. Yeah, Tell me that- one zombie movie that you've watched where you've seen character development from beginning to end. Uh, I I try not to watch too many zombie movies exactly. anymore. So I mean, but it, one cut it. of the dead, uh, army of the dead even does. Uh, 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 no, they uh, came right into. The, no, they didn't. You yes. you you start learning their backstories and stuff like that. And I'm not a fan of that movie either. But uh, but it was also almost a four hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, way too long. Um, it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> um. But that's uh, that's just how I felt. Like it felt like coming in um, in the middle of something, and then maybe it's because they don't really go back and explain anything about these characters as well. Of like why, where, who, what. Like I mean, any of this stuff. It's it's just muddy. I don't I don't even understand how you guys can can argue that it's not muddy. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not arguing that it's not muddy. I'm just arguing the fact that this is atypical zombie movie in in romero style too i mean it's it's a different yeah. story every time it's just it's more about the evolution of the zombies you and got different true. characters in every one you do see some characters that are walking dead here and there from original ones as we've talked about but it's different characters in every movie with different backstories yeah i'm not i'm not arguing that there's not uh drag points or slow burn moments or plot holes uh, you know or potholes um <laughs> It, it is what it is. I mean, it's a zombie film. I mean, you're not, I mean, this is about, you know, avoiding being bitten and then yeah. turning into a zombie. I mean, there, yeah. there, there, there's not a whole lot out there for it, but I mean, it's fun. I mean, I, I, I like to see the different ways that they can create carnage. And yeah. that's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll hit one up right now for you guys that I have on my bat. This is my number one. I don't understand this. Please explain this to me. How the fuck does currency still work in this world? Like all the throughout the movie, they're talking about I want to be rich or I'm gonna, I want this amount of money. What the fuck is that money going to do? Because for they've you? they've created a city again, so they've recreated life where currency yeah. is. It's the, yeah, but it, it it obviously didn't it, work. <laughs> it's it's still what they did is they created classes again, which is another yeah. thing that would happen in America. Uh, we would recreate it, it classes. Ha- it would happen. It, it happened. I mean, it's not going to just happen in America. It's going to happen everywhere. That's I mean, if, true. The, if, if this if if this were to be an actual plausible thing, it's going to happen everywhere. It's not just going to happen here. And you can't say it's going to happen. It's going to happen in America. No, it's going to happen everywhere. I mean, it just well, that, I mean. It just made no sense to me just because it's like, you know, these like especially Cholo for let's take Cholo, for example. I mean, this dude's a badass. Like if he wants to take over something, he's going to take something over. 
Like, you don't need fucking money for it. Like, obviously, uh, the zombies are smart now, and they they overtook the city, which uh, that's another thing we'll talk about here in a minute. But um, it, it just it just baffled me. So I just you know, my, like my thing is this is he was he had that uh, George Jefferson uh, mentality. He wanted to move on up to the top that <laughs> apartment high up in the sky. Get his piece of the pie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but, it, it 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 goes to show you in the aspect, you know, you know, if you're rich, you know, going into the zombie apocalypse, you're just, and it, the the standards of living kind of maintained. It just goes to show you, you know, the rich are still going to be rich, the poor are still going to be poor, and it's going to be just like it is, kind of dictated in a movie. I mean, yeah. the only one, the, I mean, the only series of TV, and in, in even this shows. Uh, the diversity and you know the uh you know hierarchy in com- this community is even the walking dead i mean you get you you have that show i mean for the most part you know when they're out in the, the wild everybody's equal but you know you you get into a certain area you know like like uh, this final season i forget the name of the town you know, you have the people that are rich and are educated. They're running everything, and then you have everybody else doing all the work. Yeah, it's just you know that's but, how but it's going to be. But the current the currency piece makes like they've just <clears throat> they've recreated a city, so they you make money, you have jobs, you have yeah. all that kind of stuff again. So it just makes it makes sense. Yeah, on yeah. didn't to me, but whatever. Moving on, what else you got? Um, got? I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna hit on my uh, my Darwin. Um, Cholo's weapon of choice is a air gun shooting air gun that shoots projectiles. Um, He holds it up several times. Um, What's powering it? Where is he getting, you know, the the air for it? And how many, and he gets so many shots off with it. like, ah, dude, there's no air compressor. There's no CO2 cartridges. There's no nothing. I mean, like how the hell are you using that air, air, air gun? To kill all these zombies. I just want to throw this out there. That was my Darwin as well, Bill. I had that written down. Hey, yeah, but uh, when you have something that stands out like a neon sign in the middle of the desert, you know, hey, you know, that's going to get its Darwin Award right there. I didn't understand that either. It's, uh, at first, I thought maybe there was like something that he could charge it up in Dead Reckoning or something like that, but they never show it. So you well, don't know. But just remember, <laughs> he had that before it, he was in that Dead Reckoning. Touche. Touche. So, but I mean it it makes no sense. I mean it cool choice of weapon because I know I know what type of tool that is, you know, because we've used them at work. Um it's a it's a really nice uh weapon to have, but uh how he's powering it. Eh, I don't know. I'll I'll tell you so I wanna go to I you guys are gonna not like me for probably the next couple of minutes here. As I got certain things that, but um, let's hope you don't lose the. the- <laughs> uh, I first off, the CGI looks terrible in this movie. You guys were talking about it earlier. It looks terrible. Uh, like the head ripping part, the gunshots. Uh, you can see like it looks so. It does not hold up through the test of time. And I think some of it is because you have these pretty good looking practical effects behind it. That when you put like this CGI over the top of it um it stands out like a sore thumb um and i thought that looked bad i also thought a lot of the zombie makeup looks bad um what they uh a lot of times these zombies look like uh 
they they look like they're frozen. Like that's what they did with their faces. They made them look like overly cold versus dead. Um, and uh, I got that vibe of like uh, Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. Um, on I, literally half of these zombies' faces looked identical to that half the time of frozen versus dead. And I thought that uh, it just didn't it didn't look right. Even uh, I'm gonna call him BD because I'm not calling him uh, the name. Big Daddy. Like, his his face, like why why would it morph into some like beast like looking face and not like the f- the the skin would rot off your face. It wouldn't like turn into like looking like half man, half animal. Like, he, that makes then, no sense. I, I had he, that written down too with I mean, uh, Big Daddy's that, face. Yeah. But my my thing with Big Daddy is the aspect of maybe he's a freshly dead. It's the only thing I can think of. I, it's it's possible, but even then, hey, you know, I know that wouldn't happen. I mean, like, uh, so it's just like the look. I and I understand you got to make them look a little different, badass, whatever it is. But that's not. It's not. Uh, I guess I can't say realistic because uh, I mean we've never lived through a zombie apocalypse that we can say. Well, this is what exactly happened. Um, but yeah. I do know how flesh, I guess, works. Um, and uh, yeah, like they. A lot of them just look cold. I was like, are we in Alaska? Maybe that would make more sense of what's going on. So, yeah. Oh, according um, to Jay, we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yins. Uh, yeah. Yins. Um, the other thing I had written down too is for as long as it took to build up the city, it sure came down very easy. So I, I felt, you know, for the currency and everything they had and everything they built into the city. Like I felt like these zombies kind of, I mean, I know there was some help from the resilience, you know, and things like that. But like, I felt the city came down way too fucking easy well, at the end there. Like I, they were, well, my, like, they my, busted my, right my through that front is, is... glass door. Like it was nothing. <laughs> well, my glass. thing, well, they, they didn't it's put up any, no, that was safety glass because it was uh, it broke it anyway. Um, but my thing is this: is they kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They got they got in that that city area, actually the island, um, pretty easily because the aspect of is they they kind of lifted all the bridges and kind of cut themselves off, thinking that hey. Yeah, th- those zombies ain't gonna cross the water. We're safe, you know. So they didn't really enhance too much of their safety borders, except for that one area where you show the, they show the 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 soldiers taking out the zombies that were getting hung up on the electric fence on the one area. But you know, for the most part, you know, they weren't expecting the zombies to cross the water. I mean, which which is but bad in itself. But that's no, what I, I was gonna say it, that that's what makes no sense is you, you're living in this in this world now that you have to have every precaution and every measure and and you're going to have all these people living in this community now they're paying money for something that doesn't exist yeah. and and to me for the fact that these zombies just came up just started beating on this thing came in next thing you know they're eating yeah. everyone it's well, my, my it was very bad pl- it, it just it came down way too easy for what it yeah. should have been well, my, especially my, when you have that dead reckoning vehicle Build your community like that. Yeah. And, and that being said is, you know, my one of my, you know, semi Darwin's is, is, you know, yes, you built your dead reckoning. 
Um, why didn't you build up your defenses around the city mm-hmm. and, you know, have a, have a, a better gr- or use a bigger groups to expand out or, or go out and get supplies that are needed. You know, you, you have, you have that one little group that's going out to get the stuff and that's it. And I, yeah. I just don't get it. That That's one of my big things. Right. And, and let's look at Cholo for a second here. You know, he's like their major. Uh, he's like their major um, uh, soldier guy, I guess, you know, for Dennis Hopper's part. Right. Yeah. So basically he's. Uh, he, he would have been someone I think I would have given him like a high rise room or something like that to have. Uh, you know, to be head of security or something for the place, you know, and, and obviously he had a brain. So, I mean, till the end. And then, um, hmm. I don't know. I just, I just feel like these people could have been used much sm- more smarter. Yeah. To, to, build, to keep the city up, but, uh, but that's all I had. I, yeah. I. So, just speaking <clears throat> of them crossing the water. How far do you think that water is from where they cross to getting over? I'll say river. I'll, I'll say river probably about 100 feet across. Max, maybe. Max. 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 Yeah. You think it's, it's 100 it, feet? That's it? Yeah. It, it, or, yeah, it, for a river? A river? That's pretty mm. wide. I, yeah, mean, I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I just thought they made much. it across that river very fast for how slow a zombie walks and then you add in currents and underwater and they probably would have been swept a little bit, you know, through, but they just walk right through that thing. Like it's like, it's nothing just like the glass. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it this way is, I mean, they they got swept down down a little bit because they all came up in different sections of the water. Well, maybe that was part of their evolution as they learned how to swim. No, they walked across the bottom. They sunk like fucking, yeah, you but know, I mean, they, they 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 learn how to uh, to to read the current. Yeah, but it, it, have you ever walked out into water? Even it could even be a pool. Just try to walk straight into a pool. You'll float. Like it's impossible. Yeah. You don't sink to the bottom of the. Well, of there's the no air, water. there's no air left. It's because you have air in your body. Ah, that makes that could make some sense. Yeah, they're but dead. Even, but they're then, dead. according there's to no that, air. then I still feel like they would have been swept. Ah. I don't know. Like, um, it's, I uh, mean, they would have depended with the current. Yeah. They, as they're sinking to the bottom, they would have been drifting down the water until they hit the bottom. Like they wouldn't have went straight across. They would have picked the up only, maybe a mile down the, hey, yeah. Hey, the, the only thing I can think of possibly, I mean, and this is just like a, like a, maybe like a fan theory, I guess is maybe this is their drinking source. Obviously they're using water from this. Maybe they have it dammed off on both sides to where it's just sitting water. You know what I'm saying? So there's no current, need, things like that, maybe. Because it's, it's it their off. drinking water. Hmm. Right? No. Nah, I don't think that's plausible. I don't know either. I'm just, hey, I've just brought it up. Like, I I, uh, I also, so the shock value in this movie is boring. Um, I don't feel like they do anything different. Like, you have, like, the arm rips, right? And the stuff where they, they're eating, and it looks good. Like, it looks bloody, and it looks good. But you've seen it so many times, yeah. there's no shock value to it. It was, like, boring to me. It was like, okay, I've seen that a million and one mm-hmm. times in zombie and you, movies. And you, that's, and, and Moving pretty on. Pretty much in most of the movies like that, you go, that is going to be about Yeah, that. yeah. And yeah. I, 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 but I think this is just, like, 
And maybe it's just because we've seen so many zombie movies as of late. I'm just watching it going, okay, and like well, it's not like it's it it's it's boring to me. I'm more uh, into uh, kind of build what you said, like the different ways that they could either kill somebody or yeah. uh, you know some of these other things that they can do and make it look um, you know different. I just a lot of I think what they normally do with the shock value here, which they had a bunch of scenes with it. I'm just staring at it going, all right, next scene. Like, yeah, and yeah. and actually, one thing I did have written down, which I I guess I could have said too in the bad, was no genuine horror or fear. So yeah, it was, kind of goes it with that. Just, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the I know you guys have talked a lot about the evolution. I think that's probably why I haven't mentioned this earlier. It's still because it was very high on my bad, but I think you guys have done a good job of kind of like explaining it, so it's taking it down a little bit for me. But that whole Pied Piper of like this one zombie that all of a sudden is like woke, if you will. And like, like, how does that happen? Let's not go that far. Like, how come, how come he is all of a sudden, like, like he's, he's almost like turning back into a human. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like they're evolving back into like society, if you will. And, uh, to have like just one of them, just only one, just out of nowhere, become like overly smart all of a sudden again. And Bill, you said, you know, earlier, like, uh, uh, you know, maybe he just recently died. So maybe that's, I don't know, but like, no, hold on. I I can kind of, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole other movie that I can throw on the wheel, uh, that explains something like that a little bit better. And Mm -hmm. I forget now what it's called. I, 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 I know the movie poster. If I could find it, I'll throw it on there. Um, but there are de- there are movies that are describing you know the evolution of something like this already. But mm-hmm. it's not. I know it's not part of this one, so you can't say here you go. Um, I I, but- I will I will say though, uh, this is kind of like what I talked about earlier with uh, Romero's movies with the evolution from each movie. And Dawn of the or, I'm sorry, not Dawn Day of the Dead came after Dawn of the Dead, if I'm correct. But um, even when we watched the or we reviewed the remake of Dawn of the Dead, uh, you started seeing that, you know, they started to, you know, have memories. You know, they started doing some of the stuff that they remembered doing. Well, that's how this movie started. If you remember, like Big Daddy was a gas station attendant. So when those two when that dead couple walked over the the line that rang the bell, he came out thinking someone was there to fill. So they're already at this part of the evolution now where their memories are there. They're, they have the full thoughts of when they were human and alive. But, so but now but expl- we're going to explain that evolution of I'm dead. I've lost it. I'm, I'm literally just looking for brains and walking around and then slowly my memories come back to me. Um, but that's not, that was I'm, that was explaining Dawn of the Dead. Hey, so. I'm 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 going to give you a Jurassic Park reference in this aspect. Um, yeah. No, um, I don't think that was Jurassic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the line "Nature always finds a way." This is just evolution, man. I'm 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 not saying that some. I'm just saying in the movie world, this can happen. You know, it's it's in the aspect of you know, it could happen in real life. You don't know. We never yeah. had a zombie apocalypse yet. Yeah. So let's hope we don't. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll, but, we'll know how to survive though. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm just looking at it at that. Well, at least you that, and I will, Bill. That way, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll just hang out. With I mean, you guys. It, na- nature, <laughs> nature is evolving constantly. I mean, just in 
living things. Who, who knows to say that, you know, the, the walking dead aren't, you know, we, we think they're dead, but you know, maybe they're just a mutation of life. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's just my thought. All that's right, all I well, got. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the, the, the tappeth runneth dryeth over here. Yeah. Makes it's two with it's spitting foam three over here. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, foam. um, say spitting foam and then big daddy in the same thing. No. no. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I need to. Did. You did. I just did. Wait, wait. I just did. Um, all right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pronounced Dumas. Um, thank Dubai. you. Uh, uh, all right, uh, let's let's rate this. <laughs> you don't know what death is. Here at the MVJ Horrorcast, we like to use a 1 to 10 rating system, with 1 being the worst movie ever made and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, scare factor, story, and then uh, provide an overall score, where then we hand it over to Bill, who tells us kind of where we rank amongst our peers. Now, Bill, this is your movie, so you get to kick us off here. So uh, what do you have us on kills? All right. Um, And I have to cite an example on this one, too, because... I like the kills in this one. I'm giving it a seven out of 10, um, but I didn't bring it up earlier because I wanted to use it for now. The hand grenade kill was probably my favorite in this movie where yes. uh, big daddy has the, 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 his buddy, the butcher hack off the guy's arm with the hand grenade in it. And he falls on top of it and it goes, boom. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. I, I wrote that down too. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's a good kill. Oh it's yeah. A good kill. Boom, boom, Jay, goes the soldier. Where, yep. What do you got, Jay? Uh, for kills for me, I, I'm about a four and a half. I mean, I, I think some of the kills in this were pretty good. Some of them were not. Um, I just think, you know, for the evolution part of things, I think we could have evolved a little bit more in some of these death scenes. So I'm, I'm a three and a half. Um, and honestly, it is that grenade scene. And I actually like at the very beginning of the movie, there's a headshot on a cheerleader. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and they sh- I, it just looked really good. And I, I liked those two. Which Not that happened. kind of headshot for our listeners uh, out there. No, no, it's a, a shot, shot in the head. <laughs> but um, uh, those are really what get the three and a half. The rest of this movie, I didn't find really the kills to be anything um, spectacular. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I, I get this mental image of zombie blowjob after he said that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sure there's a movie out there for that. Oh, there probably it's is. Called, it's yeah. called. It's called Big Daddy. It. Uh, it there, there probably is. <laughs> probably is a BD in it. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wouldn't that be a BBD? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> all right. As the ratings go down <laughs> in history, <laughs> as it goes down. Oh my god. Yeah. I. I, I'm 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 now like I feel like I don't want to do it because I'm using a work phone right now. I want to search uh, uh, the no, zombie porn, not, no, um, no, but no, I'm not no, going no, to. No, no, no. Uh, it's out there. I'm sure. Um, uh, Jay, effects slash gore. What do you got? No, I'll give this one a five and a half. Uh, I think the this was better, obviously, than the kills. Um, 
you know, I like some of the digital imaging, like I said earlier in this, um, kind of miss some of the practicals that, you know, Romero did prior in his prior movies. Um, but five and a half works. So I'm a four. Uh, I think some of the practical effects look really good and that's where all my four, uh, goes in there. I already talked earlier. I did not like how a lot of the zombies look. I did not like the CGI. Um, and that's what I kind of, uh, take it back for bill what do you got uh for the gorn effects i give it a six and a half out of ten um one of my favorite scenes you know is in the aspect that you know showing the effects is they had the one soldier carrying around the the human uh femur and he's just kind of eating it like a chicken wing you know but (laughs) it just just well done for me i thought so all right, uh, that takes us to scare, and I get to kick us off there. This is a one. There was nothing scary about this movie. Um, uh, I, I think there is like a scariness of like, hey, uh, zombies coming to attack and this and that. But like I said, everything that we see, I, it just it felt like just repackaging the same thing. So, uh, Bill, what do you got for scare factor? Um, I'm at a three. Um, I, cause to me, I, there were a couple of jump scares in there. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those scenes, those scenes that, you know, back in the day, if you're taking your girl to the theater, you know, it's those scenes that would make her jump, you know, hold on to your arm type deal. Uh, so that, that's where I gave it a three out of 10. Jay. Uh, I'm right with you, uh, Mike, I'm a one. Uh, I didn't, like I said earlier, there was no genuine horror in this. There was no fear. Um, it was literally just, it was a walking mess in a lot of areas. So, uh, I'll definitely have one. All right. So that takes us back to you, Bill, for story. Um, I give this one a four out of 10. Eh, nothing great or original about it. It's just there. Jay. I'm a three and a half, uh, story wise. I think the story, the plot is lame as hell. Um, ironically it works but it's lame. Um, I love the only thing I loved on the story was how they brought some of the stuff back from the original movies. Um, but other than that, I think it was just kind of all over the place. So as we continue to work our way down, I'm a two and a half on the story for all the same reasons that you guys just said. Um, nothing new. Um, so Jay, give us your overall score. My overall is a three and a half. Uh, this is my least favorite of the Romero movies. Um, not a fan of it. I've seen this a couple times prior. Um, like I said, there's a couple of things that we talked about earlier that I really enjoyed with it. Um, I love the evolution. I love, but the evolution is through five movies, not just this one. So um, that's where I stand. Three and a half. Um, so I'm still lower. I'm a three. I thought I was being generous. Uh, this movie was... Uh, I i had a hard time thinking of a worse zombie movie than this one. Um, I i was just bored through a good portion of it. And like I said, th- it's not like there isn't the shock vibe from time to time. I just... I've seen it. So uh, I was not a fan. Um, but Bill, I know your scores have been much higher. So It's not much higher. I'm, I'm at a five... Five out of ten. Um, it's an average story, average movie. Um, this, you know, th- this I look at is your typical date night, date night movie with you know for the teens, early college students, and stuff like that. That's how I'm looking at it. So yeah, I don't even go that low. So so three, three and a half, and five. Where 
does that put us? All righty. According to our peers, IMDb, and this is out of 96,000 reviews, it's a 6.2 out of 10. Wow. Uh, and then we jump over to uh, the Rotten Tomato side of things. The Tomato Meter, which is our direct peers, uh, they get a 74%, which is a 7.4 out of 10, and that's out of 180 reviews. And the Audience Meter, which is the average Joe watching the movie, uh, gave it a 51% for a 5.1 out of 10, and that's out of 100,000-plus reviews. So, Bill, you are obviously locking stuff with that. Um, yep. But everybody else, I, I, they're so high um, on this movie. You got your it. Romero fans out there. So, I mean, they're going to... There's a lot of bias, I think, in it. But, I mean, personally... I mean, I'll start with the thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, I'm a thumbs down. And um, my recommendation for this is if you've got bad diarrhea and just trying to kill time on the toilet, this is a good one to pull up to watch. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm a thumbs down. Too. I guess I'm a thumbs middle on this, I should say. Uh, because if you're, if you're watching the zombie like landscape, this is a movie that you should definitely check out, right? Like it's part of, like you guys said, the Ramiro four or five, whatever it is, like it's in there. So you should, uh, check it out. I'm, uh, uh, as a recommendation, I won't recommend it to anybody. Like, uh, I, I wouldn't, um, but, uh, I can see where if, you're a fan of that genre or George Romero, this is probably like a must watch for you. Yes and no. I mean, I'm a fan of George Romero. I'm a fan of the genre, but this movie, this movie is just, it, it, it is the worst of the, of the movies. It's, it's just, it's, it's bad. I'm giving it a thumbs up because of the genre and because of the Romero. Um, not, not that saying that I, you know, that it, it's a great movie or anything like that, but it's part of, you know, you know, his package of movies and that's why I've been giving it a thumbs up. So awesome. So, um, that takes us to the rename game portion of our show where now that we've watched this, if we could rename it, anything, what would we rename it? Um, Bill, this is your victory week. So, uh, you are the judge jury and executioner on this, which also means you get to go first. So, all right. Well, I got I got four four of them. Um, nothing nothing out uh, outlandish. Uh, but the first one is called Finger Foods. Um, then my next is Dead Reckoning. Uh, then Dead on the Waterfront and Eat the Rich. <laughs> this is very funny to me. So. Anyway, Jason's looking at me like I I I, st- I stole his Cheerios. So, nope. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I got five. Um, so this movie reminded me of like the old A team, so I called it the Z team. Um, I have Stroll of the Dead, Evolution of the Dead, uh, Land of Ten Million Walking Corpses, and Hooked on Phonics worked for them. <laughs> so. Bill, let me let me give you my first two. I only have three: Dead Reckoning and Eat the Rich. Uh, those are my first two, <laughs> um, and then my last one was called uh, Ninety Seven Minutes Too Long. So all right, we have uh, we have game. a we have a tie between dead, uh, between Dead Reckoning and Eat the Rich. So 
Yeah, yeah as which, you were saying them, I'm like, you said Dead Reckoning, and I was like, uh, well, I guess that, that can make sense, because it's a good title of a movie. I, I almost put Dead Reckoning, but I didn't, because that was the original title of the film, so I didn't want to steal... And then the very last one I wrote down, right before the movie ended, I wrote down Eat the Rich. And yep. uh, so. the minute you said it, I'm like, oh, Bill and I were on the same wave. Like, and right, I think so. this was used for one of the original zombie movies, too, that we did on the podcast was Eat the Rich. Yeah. Just going right. to throw that out there, too. There, there, there we go. That's that's what we got. All right. So uh, that puts a, a nice little packaging and bow on uh, Land of the Dead. But now it's time to look forward to next week in the future and uh, take a ride on the devil's wheel. The devil's wheel. So uh, for our devil's wheel portion of events, we each like to take three movies. We put it on a wheel. We spin it, whatever it lands on. And that is uh, the person that is victorious in the movie that we watch for the next week. It's a very simple concept. But before we can spin it, we need to know what's on it. So, uh, Bill, I'll hand it over to you because you were the only one obligated to actually make a change. Alrighty. Well, I've got uh, two rider dies. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, uh, which is a listener request from Marky Mark. Uh, pseudo fourth member of the group here. Uh, uh, my second one is Jaws, and I'm going to continue on with the the Romero stuff and go with Diary of the Dead because I've never actually seen this one. So this one I uh, I haven't seen, so I'd like to see this one, and so it's on the wheel. As as they've evolved, they're now uh, writing in their diaries. Yeah, today, it's, Mike, it's today. your it's your alley because it's uh it is a found footage movie. Fuck yeah. All right. Now I'm a little bit more excited about this. Yes. Uh, I've seen Di- it. It's a found footage. Dear Diary, I'm eating brains today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what are your three movies on there? Uh, So I got three on there, obviously. So we got The Hunt Still, which is Kyle's request. Uh, I put on uh, The Stuff. And um, for Mike, we got The Exorcist. Every time you say The Stuff, I just want, oh, 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 uh, oh, uh, oh. The right stuff. Um... That's Don't ever do that on, again. New kids on the block there. Uh, I also like how you started with... Um, for Mike. The exorcist. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not for me. Um, my three... I was actually going to make a whole change up, but I'm going to wait one more week to do uh, a change up on here. So I have As Above, So Below, Vicious Fun, and The Babysitter from, I think, 2017 or 18 or whatever it is. So um, those are my three again. All that's left to do. Is spin the wheel. Will Bill double up? Will Jason come a step closer? Or will I tie Bill? All of that and now. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it was so close uh, to clicking over and uh, having our second of the dead, but it didn't. So, Jay, you are the winner, and it is the hunt. So, I guess Kyle's the winner. Kyle, here. we won. I think that's the one of the longest tenure movies on this one. It was. It was literally. You can kind of see it. It was a click away from being Diary of the Dead, and on the other side was the Babysitter. So those were the three that were in the closest uh, realm of that. So um, for all our listeners out there, same bat time, same bat channel. We reconvene next week and have a little listener request on there, which is uh, the Hunt which I want to say was what, 2018, 2019? I think 2019. 
Maybe it's 2020 even. Um, it's a it's a newer one. It's 19 or 20. It might yeah, be yep. 20. Yeah. I got. I feel like now that I'm in here, I have to look it up real quick. So the hunt. 2020. 2020. All right. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Kyle, and congratulations. So uh, Jay, that does also exclude you. From the loser's wheel. Thank God, because I can't I can't take another bad headshot. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. And that so also puts me at twenty five now. So I'm just got that. It out. does I put just, you I, I just I just fixed that on my score sheet right there. Yeah, baby. I mean, we're still all within shouting difference. Obviously, Bill and I are difference? much. You mean distance? Distance, yeah, not difference. Uh, Very good, good call out. Um, we are in we are in shouting distance. I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> You're thoroughly an idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so uh, let's spin the loser's today. wheel to see between Bill and I who's going to get stuck <clears throat> in the mud. This is a good one too. Did you check to make sure that this one is viewable? Yes, I know this one is viewable. This was another on the borderline. Oh, this is payback. It was one click away from Jason having the choice to make. Um, But Bill, it did land on you. So Jason, tell Bill what he's won. What have I won? Bill, for your victory this week... On the loser's will, you will be watching from 2000 and 2000 Lost Souls. So wait, from 2000 and 2000 Well, I was going to say 2000 and something, but then I realized it was 2000. So I'd say 2000 From Y2K, Lost Souls. Y2K. That that, that would have been an easier way to say it. Um, All right, Lost Souls. Uh, I, I feel like I've heard of this movie before. I don't know if I have or not. Um, Let's but pull it uh, up here on the on the IMDb as we're talking. Lost, Lost Souls. Why Nona Ryder? Yeah, Why Nona Ryder's in it. Ben right. Chaplin. Mm-hmm. I think oh. I've seen this one. Well, we'll see. Uh, it does have a four point eight IMDb rating. Um, for what it's worth, but uh. Uh, I don't know. It could. It will. We'll reconvene next week and find out how Bill likes uh that and the hunt. So um, all right. So that's kind of our episode in a nutshell. Jay, I'll kick it over to you first. Uh, any uh final thoughts this week? Yeah. Uh, you know, sad that uh we missed out on some sleepaway camp last week. Uh, sorry about that to our listeners out there. Uh, you know, glad we got to you know continue on with the evolution of uh, the George Romero zombie and talk about his uh, shit stain uh, land of the dead. Looking forward to a little hunt next week. Uh, Kyle, uh, I will tell you right now that you are the winner of not having the longest uh, fan request of mine on the wheel. Um, we only, I think, I think it's only been on there for a couple months, right? Maybe two or three months. So better than you know society and some of those others that were on there for like a year it felt like but uh so yeah so nice stuff there um and uh yeah so uh woohoo another win (laughs) (laughs) i do want to point out that as i typed in lost souls one of the things that came up on imdb it's a movie called field of lost shoes and it's a war and it's a war movie from 20 
15. Um, I mean, it's got like a six point. I, just, I don't even, I don't even know why. I just felt like uh, who makes a movie called Field of Lost Shoes? Uh, but anyways, um, yes, I'm very happy Land of the Dead is uh, in the distance. Um, uh, oh, I, I, uh, I, I, was, I wasn't a huge fan. But uh, The Hunt, I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, I, I saw it when it first came out. This was so, The Hunt was a movie that came out uh, it got released, and then I think it was like two days later the pandemic happened. Yeah. So then it got pulled mm-hmm. and went on like it was the very first video on demand. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a uh, new release video on demand. I think uh, I think that was kind of like one of its claim to fame. So uh, it'll be interesting to to, yeah, Mania, to take a look I watched at it. So yeah, I haven't watched it since 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, same here. It's been a while. So all right, uh, Bill, uh, I I'll let you take us home. Hey, yeah, this week was uh, an interesting one. Land of the Dead. It's in the rearview mirror, waving goodbye. Uh, and in the windshield, we have the hunt. I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but uh, this time is going to be more of a uh, watch it and detail it, you know, mm-hmm. pick it apart. Yeah, analyze so, it. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully we're not we're not picking it apart too bad. But anyway, <laughs> um, other than that, and I really have nothing, so... Uh, if you guys want to, in listening land, want to get a hold of us, you can find us on the Facebook at MBJ Horror, uh, the Instagram at MBJ Horrorcast, or uh, the Twitter or the Twitter at MBJ Horror, or better yet, hit us up on all three. We'd like to have you guys as followers. Uh, and two, you can be, we can be reached through our email, which is MBJ Horrorcast at yahoo.com, where obviously you guys can give us suggestions for the Devil's Wheel. Uh, give your ideas for the headshot, uh, for the torture treatment, or whatever you want. Uh, so, Mikey, you got anything else? I'm good. Hey, Jay, how about you? No, I'm good. All right, let's toe tag it and bag it. <laughs> <laughs>